All right, let's look at the uh, the world at noon as we go through the top stories on the main Factstream media pages right across the country. And also we'll look at some international news as well as uh, news from the uh, Jerusalem Post. Firstly, though, before we do that, let's look at the extremes uh, right across uh, New Zealand at the moment. The highest temperature is recorded in Hastings at one o'clock. And it is 27.6 degrees. The lowest temperature is in Methven, 10 degrees. The windiest place to be at the moment is Wanaka, of all places, 43 kilometres per hour. And the wettest place with that uh, cold front coming across from the Tasman Sea, a bit of rain in Hokitika. They have the uh, most rain there with 2.8 millimetres per hour falling there. Temperatures right across the country. Stewart Island has 13 degrees. Invercargill's on 11, Dunedin 13, along with Queenstown. The Chatham Islands is uh, basking in the sun over there, although though probably not so much sun, more just heat, with 20 degrees right now. On the west coast of the South Island, France Joseph, 16 degrees. Westport, 18. A little further north to Nelson, 19 degrees. Across to Blenheim, they have 20 degrees. Now to the bottom of the North Island, Wellington has 17 degrees. Masterton, 20, along with Palmerston North and New Plymouth. Napier's on 24, Taupo and Rotorua both sharing 19 degrees, Gisborne 26 degrees, Tauranga 21, Hamilton 22, Auckland's on 21 with Whangarei and Kaitaia sharing 22 degrees. The short forecast for all New Zealand valid until midnight tonight for Northland, Auckland, Coromandel Peninsula, Waikato, Taupo, the Bay of Plenty, Gisborne and Hawke's Bay. Isolated showers becoming widespread and possibly heavy during the afternoons and evenings with thunderstorms and downpours possibly especially tomorrow. For Waitomo, Tamaranui and Taihapi, fine and cloudy periods with a few showers, especially in the afternoons, possibly thundery tomorrow, then clearing. For Taranaki to Wellington, also for Wairarapa and Nelson, Marlborough and Canterbury, mostly cloudy with scattered rain or showers, clearing to fine weather today, uh, tomorrow I should say. For Buller and Westland, occasional rain with a few heavy falls, clearing from Westland today and becoming isolated showers in Buller tomorrow. For Otago, Southland and Fiordland, a few showers with uh, in the south coast, also for Stewart Island. Uh, periods of rain elsewhere with um, showers or or <laughs> showers or um, I don't know who wrote this blooming thing. What have we got? Eastern Eastern Otago. They've got a few showers there as well. Oh, it's a rain hail, snow and sleet. Your guess is as good as mine. For the Chatham Islands, rain developing today, possibly heavy. The extended forecast for Sunday for the North Island, mainly fine weather. Isolated showers for Eastern Bay of Plenty, Coromandel Peninsula, Auckland and Northam. South Island, cloudy periods on Sunday. Increasing for Canterbury and eastern Otago with isolated showers developing, mainly fine elsewhere with isolated showers clearing. On Monday in the North Island, it's partly cloudy from north of Taihapi with isolated showers, fine elsewhere in the South Island Monday, fine weather for most of the country, but cloudy or for the North Island, uh, cloudy periods in Fiordland and Stewart Island with isolated showers. On Tuesday in the North Island, mainly fine, apart from isolated afternoon and evening showers inland. In the South Island, Tuesday, cloudy periods with fine, uh, in the west, I should say, cloudy periods in the west with a few showers in Fiordland and Westland. Fine elsewhere, but isolated afternoon showers in Otago. The extended forecast for the Chatham Islands, rain clearing and southwesterlies easing Sunday morning, partly cloudy and a chance of showers with light winds on Monday, but northwesterlies developing on Tuesday. All right, well, that's weather. Let's, um, we'll be back in a moment and I will bring you some uh, headlines from the main pages. 
Okay, well, let's first of all go to, um, well, first of all, let's see what happened on this day. If you're having a birthday today, the 5th of January, absolutely congratulations to you and happy birthday to you as well. But on this day, on the 5th of January, 1977, the occupation of Bastion Point began. It was led by Joe Hawke at the Oraki Marae Action Committee. Uh, occupied, they occupied Bastion Point Reserve, a prominent a promontory overlooking the Auckland Waitemata Harbour that happened on this day. Now, moving over to the post and the big stories there is the fishermen alone. Oh, hang on, I might not have refreshed that, so we'll just skip that and go to the Otago Daily Times. And the big stories there is a new lobby group takes aim at supermarkets. A new consumer action group is taking aim at the two supermarket giants and promising a lobby aggressively uh, a lobby aggressively for lower grocery prices. And a toddler has been hit on a driveway and dies in hospital. The toddler has died after being struck by a vehicle in Kaitaia in a driveway yesterday. And a strange bond appears need identical ordeals surviving alone in the ocean. Hallucinations, sunburn, visits from sharks and the sheer power of will. Uh, connect Rob uh, Rob Hewitt, remember him? The diver that was missing for days at sea, I think it was the Tasman, and Will Franson, who's the latest uh, person. Uh, while the two Kiwis have never met, they share an experience that most will be... Um well, wouldn't want to have, <laughs> that's for sure. He used the reflection of his earrings. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> he used the reflection of his wristwatch uh, to um, to uh, to attract three other uh, wonderful um, fishermen that were out there and just so happened to be have a, have a hawkeye, and they saw him floating in the water there reflecting his... Always wear a wristwatch. That's my, my idea. Now, beefed-up security halves violence at the accident and emergency departments, violent incidents at Middlemore Hospital's emergency department. Of course, that's the, the violent minority live down there in South Auckland, don't you? So you'd expect that sort of thing. They've nearly halved anyway with the extra security guards on the job around the clock, according to Dr Shane Reddy, who got that action. I think it was $5.7 million that he pumped into that just the other day. And a woman mocked for interviewing as Live Shark was cut open. Warning, oh, graphic, there's a video there. So if you go to the Otago Daily Times, look on the front page. It's about the third story down. Uh, a teen has been charged after an injured man collapsed at a checkout uh, in a super market. 19-year-old has been charged. I thought he was 25. Anyway, he's 19 now. Over an alleged assault after a seriously injured man collapsed at an Auckland supermarket checkout. And US New Zealand response centres save divers off Kapiti Coast. Uh, a coordination effort between New Zealand and the United States response centres saved two divers who have been dragged out of sight with their boat off the Kapiti Coast in December. Good story there for you to read. Asthma Foundation calls for tighter vaping rules. Just want to um, stop us um, you know, having any say in what goes into our bodies. This whole thing's got nothing to do with, um, with um, you know, smoke, smoking. Rather, the um, anti-smoking lobby and the anti-vaping thing. It's all just getting us used to the idea of having someone tell us what we can do with our bodies. And uh, so it's just, that's what they do. They pick on something like, you know, smoking, which I don't believe smoking causes cancer anyway. I think obesity, vaccines and venereal disease cause all the cancer and of course the uh, the vaccines the childhood vaccines they're the ones that could do most of the damage if you um, listen to Steve Kirsch that's K-I-R-S-C-H go to kirschsubstack.com and you can read all about the um, the latest there with um, vaccines how uh, childhood vaccines how they cause all the um, uh, what would you call it all the um, sort of um, emotional disorders, you know, kids having tantrums and, you know, peanut disorders and all that rubbish that we never used to have years ago 
when we didn't have so many vaccines. Now, Jacinda Ardern and Clark Gayford, uh, emphasis on the gay, due to marry this month, the former Prime Minister, Dame, well, they call them dames now, they, they murder you with their vaccines and then they give them a damehood. How about that? Or a, a knighthood. Uh, Dame Jacinda Ardern and fiancé Clark, Clark E, Clark with an E, Gayford, have been engaged since 2019, but called off their wedding amid the COVID-19 Omicron uh, outbreak, or pandemic, as they say, in January 2022. And uh, But they will be getting married this month, apparently. And a warning to um, people that are out swimming about this is quite normal. They're trying to blame this on climate change. Of course, it's just a jellyfish this time of the year when the water warms up and there's lots of fish uh, there, well, lots of food for the jellyfish to eat. They wash up on the beaches. And um, the best thing to do if you get a um, blue bottle sting, and they're quite nasty, they can give you an anaphylactic shock. So if you've got a weak ticker, you'll find you feel like you're having a heart attack. Or if you're asthmatic, uh, it seems to be the weakest link that these things um, tend to hit first. It's the weak link. Uh, but Apis or Lachesis, one of those, go and uh, consult your homeopath. Uh, don't go anywhere near those jolly doctors. They'll murder you. And a search for a teen continues. The search continued yesterday for a missing swimmer at, at, at Kari O Itahi Beach. I better get that one right. Kari O Itahi Beach. That's good enough for me. And uh, that's it all. And the police are also on the hunt for sightings of a car after a Christchurch homicide. Police are appealing for sightings of a white Toyota as part of a homicide investigation after a man's body was found in Christchurch. And Christchurch police have named two of the people who died in a crash in Tunnel Road in Christchurch on December the 30th. They are Babe, from memory, I think it was Babe. Yes, it was Babe Weehongi, who's 35, and Patrick Ango, 55. They're both from Linwood. And uh, that just just about wraps it up from the Otago Daily Times. Let's move across to Radio New Zealand now. And Winston Peters speaks with the United States Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken. Anthony Blinken, Blinken. And Minister of Foreign Affairs, Winston Peters, Lion Winston, has spoken with the US Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, about a range of topics, including conflicts overseas. I don't know why we need to be involved in that. And a cooler weekend ahead. Severe storms may hit Hawke's Bay. Ooh, they've got hot, warm weather at the moment, but it looks like it might... Get a bit rainy. Uh, big parts of the country are set for a drop in temperature. Thank goodness for that. With a rain forecast on Saturday, which is uh, tomorrow, I think, isn't it? Yes, Friday today. Gosh, fish and chip day. And neighbours heard raised voices in street before a man was found dead. I think that's that 38-year-old. Locals say they were shocked and heartbroken as police investigated the early morning death of, I'm pretty sure he was a 38-year-old. Yes, Christchurch residents reported hearing raised voices before the man's body was found. A homicide investigation is underway after the 38-year-old man's body was found in Carisbrook Street in the eastern suburb of Aranui on Thursday. Detective Inspector Nicola Rees told Morning Report the unusual noises reported to the police were raised voices. Because I wonder what that was. What's this unusual noise? It's a bit weird just to say that, isn't it? Uh, so the community was feeling a bit unsettled, but there was a strong police presence in the area. I don't know why. It's all over and done with now. You don't need police. They're all strapped up with their automatic weapons or semi-automatics, not sure what they have. Police are asking for sightings of this white 2006 Toyota Crown. Oh, it's a Toyota Crown now. It's a sedan. It's got a license plate on it. Lima Echo Quebec 895. I won't repeat that. <laughs> Which have been may have been driven by one of, uh, by the victim, or it would have been, I think, I suppose. Reeves, this is Detective uh, Reeves, she said police have made a lot of progress. Well, that's good. Let's see an arrest. Meanwhile, the community is reeling after the death, as they would. Terrible thing, really. I'll just sort of scroll down there, see if there's anything that I can bring you. No, it looks to be um, 
just the usual, you know, killings. Mostly the um, violent minorities seem to be doing all the killing at the moment in this country. Mary Poppins actress, Glynis uh, Johns, she died at age 100. That's good. She must have avoided the vaccine. Actress was best known for her role in the Suffragette Winfred Banks on the, uh, as suff- uh, Suffragette, I should say. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, Suffragette, her name was um, Winfred Banks. That was the That was the movie. It was an iconic film. And uh, I don't think there's anything for, for further to report on Radio New Zealand. Um, Bird Super Sanctuary proposed for Wellington. Uh-huh. As if we could afford that. A venue plagued by stench sees a fix in time for a music festival. Okay. ED reports have dropped. Yes, thanks to Dr. Shane Retty, who I don't trust as far as I could throw him. Iran vows revenge as Islamic State claims responsibility for deadly bombings. Oh, they did, did they? Oh, okay. That's very interesting. India beats South Africa in sport. Uh, this is cricket, I suppose, is it? Yeah, that would be that. Um, oh, just stop that clanging. I've got wind blowing. Blowing the blinds about. You know, I'll shut the door now. I'll be in the swelter, heating now, all hot now and sticky, just to bring you the news. India beat South Africa in the short, uh, shortest test ever. Uh, it was a good test win. And the fisherman, we got him, who survived. So that's the front page from Radio New Zealand. Move across to News Hub now and see what they've got up to offer. The fisherman who spent almost 24 hours in the sea is grateful to be alive. I'm sure he is. From the United States, the key takeaways from the latest trove of Epstein documents. You can see that at newshub.co.nz. And Blade Runner, Pistorius, that's the uh, South African who shot his girlfriend in the toilet. Uh, he's going to be released 11 years after murdering his girlfriend. They said he murdered her. He said he thought she was an intruder. I suppose that's one way to get rid of her, isn't it? 50 ways to leave your lover. That'd be one of them, wouldn't it? 51. Uh, a massive deadly spider handled in an Aussie park. I wonder what that was. That Let's click on that and see what that deadly spider is. Oh, no, it doesn't say it. Now I've got to click on it again. A massive funnel web spider. Oh, they are, I didn't think they were that dangerous. Hercules, they called him. Handed to an Australian reptile park. Oh, he does look ugly. Oh, look at that 50-cent piece there, and he's about three times the size of it. So you <laughs> wouldn't want to meet him on a dark night, or perhaps it would be okay on a dark night because you wouldn't see him. A member of the public in Australia has handed in the biggest funnel web spider, uh, a reptile park. They've given it to them. It's never been donated before. Hercules is his name, whose fangs could bite through uh, a fingernail Ooh. and um, found in a person's home. They bravely scooped him up and took him to the drop-off point at St Hunter Hospital in, in Newcastle. Uh, the spider is 7.8 centimetres long. That is a longie, isn't it? And is known as the, at the Australian, Re- rather is now at the Australian Reptile Park where he'll be part of a program over there. He's big. And there's a video there too. If you go over to News Hub, you can have a look at that video. I've just got to go back twice now. I wonder if I should go to New Zealand News, see what's happening there. Yes, New Zealand News, we've got the fisherman. The toddler dies in the driveway. Fisherman spent 24 hours at sea. Middlemore Hospital, yes, all the violence has um, just about ended. Uh, child seriously injured after falling from a window in Otago. I'd better click on that, see what that's about. St John's Ambulance there with some Maori name there on the side of it. I don't know what that's about. Waka something. Canoe. Um, a, a child is seriously injured on Thursday. Uh, she, this is Thursday night after reportedly falling from a window at Lake Hayes in Otago. Police said in a statement they were called to assist... The ambulance and fire and emergency. They bring the fire brigade out now. At nine o'clock last night. That was the fourth of January. It's the fourth today. No, fifth today. Yes, fifth today. Tomorrow is um, the day that Godfrey Bowen uh, won some wonderful award too. He was a friend of our family. So we'll, I'll bring you that tomorrow morning on this day in history. Uh, the time is uh, seventeen. Going on eighteen minutes past one, and here we are at the world at one with Grant Edwards. Now the child was taken to uh, emergency department at Lake. 
District Hospital. Uh, St John said the ambulance and helicopter attended the incident around 10 past 9. The patient was in a serious condition, so that's no good. So we hope and pray that that little toddler comes right. If it's a toddler, I think it's a toddler. In housing, oh no, it's just skipped, just lost everything. I'll just go back to the homepage again and go to New Zealand News and see if I can trawl my way back there. We've got that toddler, we've got that there. Cost of living. Uh, from Cyclone, oh yes, from Cyclones, Coalition Chaos and the Cost of Living Crisis uh, News Hub wraps up the big stories of the year. They do that. You can see that for yourself. It's far too long to read. And loans, parents warned about helping kids buy their first home after mum loses 50000 We'll just put it in writing. This is an old story. I don't know why they're dragging this out. It must be um, short of stories. Uh, further in housing, just about uh, scrapping by, scraping by, I should say. A Kiwi share regrets about buying first home. Oh, that's silly. They don't want you to buy homes. They want you to um, live in a smart city and you'll own nothing and be happy. Uh, for Christmas, it's part of who we are. Who's this? The community group making sure no one goes hungry this Christmas. Some Maori organisation, I think, by the look of it. Uh, Christmas is a time for blah, 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 giving. But uh, with the rise of cost of living, we don't have to give lots of money. Why don't you just make something? Make something lovely. I didn't want to spend all this money on Christmas, which is a pagan ceremony anyway. Who wants to... Oh, there goes my towels. Um, it's a pagan ceremony, so why why would you bother? Jesus wasn't born on Christmas Day. It's just a nonsense. So what I did is I just I just knocked up some um, totra chopping boards and um, put a bit of Vaseline on them and gave them to all my friends and family. Anyway, Debbie Munro, she runs a, a walker. Does she? Oh, she runs a canoe. A caring, it's a caring, canoe caring in, in Manurewa. It's a food bank. Oh, it must be a walker full of food. There we are. So you can read all about that. It's more marification of the country. Okay, and that looks to be around about it. Oh, Sir Trevor, uh, Trevor the dickhead, what's his name, Mallard the duck, he, um, he's received a knighthood. We knew that, though, didn't we? Uh, a look back at his colourful career. Uh, well, it's actually a disgraceful career, and they've awarded him with a, I don't know, what they sent him off somewhere for a holiday. Then they've drawn him back and given him a knighthood. Silly, really, isn't it? Now, people want these laws. No, they don't. That's not true. They say that we want the laws. These are the, the health provider renews calls for government to ditch smoke-free repeal plans. They've got a repeal it because it goes against um, uh, individual rights. If some people want to have a cigarette. Gosh, I might just decide to light one up a bit later on. And if you uh, do that to us, that's just a way of getting us used to the whole idea of you dictating to us what we put in our bodies. So no, we've got to stand up against that. We can't have any of that nonsense. And uh, we'll move over to New Zealand Herald now and see what they've got dished up for us this morning or well, this afternoon here at The World at One with Grant Edwards. It's 21 past one. Now, we would never sell unclaimed luggage. <laughs> New Zealand warns not to fall for a $3 scam. Not sure what that's about. Haven't got time to read it. And the Houthis. I call them Houthis. I don't think you pronounce the H. Everyone says Houthis. That's these um, pirates that are defying the warnings from New Zealand allies and the Red Sea. They've, uh, in the Red Sea attacks, they've been attacking everybody there. And, the, and I think the Navy should just go out there and blast the bastards out of the water. That would be what, what, what I would do. Um, and what else have we got here? Looks like I can see um, lunch with Paul Henry, Brian Hannah Tamaki, Brian and Hannah, Ashley Bloomfield, uh, Ruby Tui, Wayne Brown and Chloe Schwalbrook, Paddy Gower and more. Oh, Paddy, you've you got them all there, haven't you? Yes, I always wondered whether Brian Tamaki and his wife were actually, um, you know, running interference for the government, for the uh, for the leftists and the fascists, possibly. Um, and that's about it. Pathetic woman here. It says New Zealand pathetic woman, a group who cut open a live shark. And call, well, you've got to gut the thing, don't you, before you eat it? Quite tasty shark. Don't want too much of it, though.
And Olivia Rodrigo says Lord's Royals changed the trajectory of her life. Did it really? Oh, it's entertainment. I, can you be bothered with entertainment? You get all the entertainment. You lie here just listening to me and hearing that wonderful country music. And we've I'm started to get into a bit of, I, well, I did try and play a bit of um, southern country rock, but it sounded like heavy metal to me, like worse than ACDC, so I gave that a miss. I did that for a while. All the listeners dropped away. <laughs> But anyway, so but I do quite like a friend of mine, Nigel. He put me on to indie country, indie rock, indie country, and I love it. So we'll be bringing you a lot more of that. I think that's going to be um, something you'll enjoy. So we're over at New Zealand Herald at the moment. You can find them at nzherald.co.nz. Now let's move across to stuff, and we'll look at national news and see what they've got. I'll just do a quick refresh there. Neighbours, they recall hearing argument after the... A New Year's Eve party amid a homicide investigation. There'll be Maori's fighting exposed. Two teens were found unresponsive in a car. This is old news. Gosh, stuff not up with the play. One's died, of course, 19. The 70-year-old is still fighting for his life. Lost at sea boaty. That's old news. Gosh, they just share the same old stuff, don't they? Flight from Christchurch to Melbourne. More old news. Was forced to divert to Auckland. The Qantas passenger on flight from... Uh, rather, a passenger on flight from Christchurch spent about three and a half hours in the sky only to remain in the terrarium, only to remain on this side of the Tasman. Yeah, well, they sent it up to Auckland. You don't want to go flying across the Tasman Sea with a dodgy a dodgy motor, so they sent it back and fixed it up, and on the way it went with the same plane. Police, of course, appealing for sightings of that car. That's that Toyota Camry, I think, isn't it? That after the 38-year-old was found dead in his car in Christchurch, I think it was Carisbrook Street, and police believe that... He was driving a, a yes, a white Toyota Camry from memory. He was um, it was 24 hours before his death uh, that he was driving that car. And a woman rescued off from offshore island. Two swimmers were secure as rescued on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday morning. That was the day before yesterday after becoming stranded on an island beside uh, New Plymouth's Back Beach. Oh, I didn't know there was such a place. Awful and traumatic. A mum shocked after son's attack at Auckland Park. Really? Oh, that could be new. Wonder when that happened. That came out. Just a day before you, look at the blood-spattered T-shirt there. Uh, this story contains distressing content. Oh, well, yeah, you got to harden up, don't you? She did not want her last name used for security reasons. She said, when my son and their friend did not take it, take it, what's that, the other group's comments. Oh, okay, so they gave them a bit of lip. Uh, oh, they didn't take it seriously and kept on walking. The group started beating them and pushing them to the ground. Okay. It's a fight. The eye just looks a wee bit bruised, got a few scratches on him. Nothing more than I used to get from Dad when he used to give me a hiding. <laughs> Chase me around the garden, catch me and give me a belt with the old kettle cord. No, not the kettle cord. I'm just pulling your leg. He used to give me a belt with his with his belt. I actually bought him a belt to hold his trousers up so he wouldn't belt, hoping that he wouldn't belt me with it, but he did. Never mind. That's my belt I gave you. You're not allowed to beat me with that. Um, and just in now, we're looking at news from abc.net.au, and we've got the most of the 250 most recent top stories. We won't be reading all of those. Uh, fine for cattle deaths makes a mockery of Western Australia animal welfare laws, a businessman says. Uh, Mugarinwa community, I don't, is that Mugarinya? Mugarinya, that's uh, interesting. These interesting Aboriginal names. Community Association, $50,000 fine for animal welfare breaches does not reflect the community standards and expectations put on the agricultural industry, claims feedlot uh, operator Paul Brown. Story there if you care to read it, abc.net.au. Blade Runner, Oscar's Petaurus, he's going to be released. Pistorius, yes, 11 years after murdering his girlfriend. Former South African Paralympian, a Paralympic star, Oscar Pistorius, I think that's how you say his name, is set to be released from uh, on parole. Nearly 11 years after murdering his girlfriend, Riva Stemp Camp, 
in a crime that shocked the nation, uh, long un uh, what was it? long unheard to violence against women. Oh, are they? Mm. Glennis Johns, the beloved, uh, beloved for her feminist anthem in Mary Poppins dies age 100. Didn't know that she did that. Uh, body found after suspicious house fire in Hobart's north. A crime scene is declared in an investigation. I read these Aussie stories because we do have quite a, quite a lot of Australian listeners. A crime scene is declared in a, and an investigation is underway into a fatal house fire in Glenorchy. Glenorchy? Glenorchy. Glenorchy, but that's New Zealand, isn't it? Glenorchy, or maybe we've, they've got one over there as well. Hobart, mm, must be one over there. Uh, and Aussie batters, uh, batters, that's cricket, I suppose, forced to toil for their runs on Jane McGrath's day. Uh, Who's she? (laughs) At the SCG. Okay, Australia is still trying to track down Pakistan's first inning score at the SCG after its efforts were curtailed by rain on day two. And you can follow that live over at abc.net.au. Donald Trump receives millions from China and other foreign governments while President Report finds more rubbish, absolute nonsense. Mr. Trump, he obviously sold apartments and a lot of Chinese would have bought those. So, you know, what you, it's only, they're talking 7.8 million, which is what? In Pacific pesos, that's what, about $12 million. Mr. Trump continued to profit from foreign governments. He didn't. He, he didn't. This is nonsense. His um, all his dealings were handed by his children, who took over the um, uh, the running of the company. And while he was president, he didn't take a cent either from the um, from the public. Uh, he was president there for a whole term with no pay. Anyway, this is what they say here. Trump continued to profit from the foreign governments. I think the Trump empire would have, while he was U.S. president with businesses businesses tied to him. Cool. <laughs> this is nonsense. Receiving at least um, 11.6 million New Zealand Pacific pesos in foreign payments from 20 countries during his four years in the White House. Oh, yeah. um, 80, a woman who's 80 in critical condition after three women allegedly assaulted the Sydney hospital. Oh, yes, I think we heard about this on Sky News, didn't we? Officers attending the scene uh, are told two women aged 63 and 58 were grabbed by a man and assaulted before the 80-year-old woman was bashed. Nasty. And turtles and sharks killed and turfed overboard by foreign fishermen. They do that. Uh, they take the fins off, though. Make sure you take them off and take them back to the local Chinese. They... um local Chinese restaurant, they have shark fin soup. Are Chinese or Japanese? Chinese, I think. Uh, and this is the claim that industry bosses, as border forces force uh, swoops on them. The Western Australian Fishing Industry Council, the CEO, don't sh- not sure who that is, doesn't say, claims foreign vessels are indiscriminately netting and sparing turtles, sharks and dermosil fish. Oh, I didn't know there was such a thing. Dermosil, d- dermosil fish. Demisal, demisal. I don't know. I'm a bit, I'm a bit ignorant, really, when it comes to words. They're a mystery to me. Amid a crackdown on illegal fishing in Australian waters, and I'll chair this for the rest of my life. David Warner, missing baggy green cap, found. Oh goodness, that's great, wonderful. I think it was um, Shane Warn. I think it was Shane. He sold his for a million dollars, so no wonder he wanted it back. <laughs> Dirty, filthy thing. Look at it. It needs a wash. Uh, David Warner is reunited with his baggy green cap after he announced it had gone missing ahead of the final test appearance for Australia. And the state government's bid to rebrand the far north Queensland after flood footage goes viral around the world. The Queensland government will attempt to lure tourists back to the state's flood-ravaged far north with the discounted flights and accommodation. And the weekly news quid Prince Mary, Princess Mary to become Queen, uh, Aussie star breaks uh, Divyak. De, 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 who's that? 
What does this say? Devote. Oh. Gosh, I can't pronounce that word. I hate it when they put consonants two in a row. And I should know. That's um, Novak's. No, that's Djokovic. Yeah, why couldn't I say that? Why don't you just put a J in there and leave that friggin' D out? And the missing baggy green. Oh, what's that got to do with anything? It's the first. Oh, it's a quiz. All right, it's a quiz. You can do that. If you go to um, abc.net.nz, you can look at the quiz. It's a half past one here at the World at Noon with Grant Edwards. A man charged with sexually assaulting a 76-year-old woman. Ugh, why would you... <laughs> Uh, in New South Wales, an aged care home, you rotten, filthy pervert. A 29-year-old man will face court today after being charged with sexually assaulting an elderly woman at Coffs Harbour in, an old, in the early hours of New Year's Day. You half-wit, probably alcohol involved. And Matilda's defender, keen to add more Aussie favourites at Spurs. What on earth is that? Charlie Grant reckons Ange Postergoglu. <laughs> I blame the parents. I just say um, Ange Post if it was me <laughs> has um, has done Australia proud at Tottenham Spur Hotspur. What's that? I don't know. With the Matildas defender aiming to do the same after her surreal move to the North London club. Oh, what is that? Football? Was it? Was it soccer? <laughs> Let's insult them and call it soccer. All right. Oh gosh, I'm just about getting worn out reading this stuff. The two companies will attempt their first US moon. Oh bullshit! There's no one going to the moon. No one's gone out of the terrarium. We're all stuck here. They um, another fake thing. They and they're obviously getting money from people, pretending they're going to the moon. Two private companies in the U.S. are attempting the company's first scam, <laughs> scam moon landing since the Apollo fake moon landing ended more than five decades ago. My dreams came true. A remote artist, Karen Karap, uh, Karaput, no Karaptuk. Oh, you frigger! Why would you make a word like that? You bloody Indian! Stop it, Karap. Karip, karip, oh, some Indian, uh, to exhibit an international arts festival. Okay, well, I don't know where we'd be interested in your art. Okay, so that is um, the news there from those people. Uh, who was that? That was um, uh, me making a hash of abc.net.au. You can go and read the stories for yourself. And Oh, gosh, that is a filthy hat. Looks like someone's put some janola on it, and it's got rips in it. Man, you must have been playing for a while. This is um, David Warner's very grateful for his missing baggy greens back. Fire erupts, and this is more Australian news. Here we're over at skynews.com. They're our friends. We like them. Uh, they're good. They don't have too much fake new, fake stream media on their one. They're pretty good, actually. Uh, fire erupts at the warehouse near e-bike shop. Oh, <laughs> why does that not surprise me? Probably got some batteries left outside and they exploded. Um, in Sydney's inner west, a major emergency response involving 15 fire trucks and about fi 50 firefighters have rushed to contain a massive fire that broke out at a warehouse at Sydney's inner west on Friday morning. That was this morning. And in crime, aged care, we had that, some old goof. And Mary, that's the Australian girl. She's going to be um, going to be queen. Uh, what's her, her name is uh, Princess, actually met Frederick, Frederick the Great. Yes, I think they met at the 2000 Olympics, I think, if I recall. And um, what else have we got here? Any other news? Uh, sixth grade student killed five people injured as teen school shooter named by cops. That would be America, I suppose. The sixth grade student had been killed and at least four other kids have suffered injuries after shots were fired at an Iowa school, yes, on Wednesday. That would be overnight, isn't it? What's today? Friday, Wednesday, yesterday that would have been our time because we're ahead of them, aren't we? Hmm. In the United States, the fourth math shooting. So they're obviously um, doing their best. But one makes you wonder whether some of these aren't, you know, false flags. People get killed in false flags all the time. They don't care if they kill a few innocent people. 
and uh, it just gives them the moral high ground to try and get rid of the, is it the Fifth or sixth, Second Amendment, which is the right to defend yourself. And it's not the right to defend yourself, uh, this is the right to bear arms, not the right to defend yourself against uh, criminals, it's to, the right to defend yourself against a tyrannical government. And the elderly woman's fighting for, and el- here's another, another crime story in Australia, elderly woman fighting for her life after allegedly punched and choked by a man. Oh, that's, we had that, the hospital one here. Uh, let's have a look here and see what well, this is. The sky, and oh, no, I can't watch that. I don't have flash. A pro-Palestinian, which means basically pro-terrorist, Qantas stewardess, uh, threatened to uh, to fight against a person who reported her to the media. Well, you shouldn't be wearing it. She looks like a Maori, actually. I've got to tell you, she is actually. Let's have a listen to that story and see if they'll do a better job of it than me. Pro-Palestinian, my foot. Here we go. That's going to start in a minute. That's right, and that's why I like Sky uh, Sky News. That's why they are just fantastic. I, I can't even be bothered with New Zealand News. If I'm going to read it out, I'm going to tell you what I think of it because there's just so much propaganda in it. It's uh, just blimmin' awful, isn't it? Okay, um, let's move. Uh, we'll stay with Sky News and see what other stories they've got. And, um, yes, what else we got? We've got um, a woke bingo. Patrick Christie's slammed London mayor. He slams him in the New Year's Eve fireworks display. That's uh, another recording there. So let's have a listen to that one and uh, see what they say. That was a good story from Patrick Christie. I like him. And so I might bring you more uh, from GB News as well. They look like they're onto it. They're, uh, they're certainly um, up with the play of far far better than anybody anything we've got here. Okay, so we've um, we've looked at Sky News. Did I bring you? Um, no, I didn't do this. And that is the um, Associated Press. We'll see what their world world news is. Blinken heads to the Middle East again as fears of regional conflict surge. Islamic State group they claim responsibility for Iran suicide bombings, killing at least eighty four people. Islamic State has claimed responsibility for two suicide bombings targeting. The commemoration of an Iranian general slain in 2020 by a U.S. drone strike. And Israeli Defense Minister lays out a vision for the next steps of the Gaza war ahead of Blinken's visit. And a court records bringing new unwanted attention to rich and famous in Jeffrey Epstein's social circle. Those stories have just been released within the last 15 minutes. And Russia has used North Korean ballistic missiles in Ukraine and is seeking Iranian missiles. And a U.S. This is what the U.S. say. And Taiwan's president candidate Wo Wing Yi, he says that he seeks a middle ground with China, attracting young voters. Uh, Argentina court suspends labor changes in a blow to is a blow to president. Um, I think it's one from Argentina. What's his name? Maley, Maley. Malay, that's right, Malay. I think Donald Trump, he pronounces it well. And the Vatican says no heresy is allowing blessings for same-sex couples after pushback by some bishops. Bishops. <laughs> bishops. <laughs> In 2024, uh, is, uh, with it being a, a UK election year, the opposition wants an early vote. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is in no rush. I bet, I bet you he's not. Russia and Ukraine exchange long-range attacks as their frontline forces remain bogged down with the winter. And uh, scenes of loss play out across Japan's western coastline after quake kills 84 people. Dozens are still missing. The key question about a fiery crash at to- Tokyo's airport. Uh, did one or both planes have okay to use the runway? Well, from what I can gather from the transcript... The um, Coast Guard plane uh, didn't have the OK to enter the runway, runway Charlie, C for Charlie, and uh, the JAL was coming into land. Uh, I think, what was it taking off? I can't remember. Coming into land, I think, from memory. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately, five people died in that crash that were on board the um, 
Coast Guard aircraft. One, the pilot managed to escape with injuries and five others were killed. It was an absolute mess. But all the 379 passengers on board the JAL airline flight managed to um, skitter down the um, slide down the chutes and uh, to safety. A former Guatemalan president released on bond. He leaves prison for the first time since 2015. And Brazilian politicians moved to investigate a priest sparks outpouring of support for the clergyman, for the pedophile priests. Uh, Argentina court suspends labour charge. Oh, we've got that one. El Salvador. Uh, Nayib Bukitil, he takes his presidential re-election campaign beyond the country's borders. I don't know why. A former, uh, we've got that, uh, Brazilian, yes. Uh, thousands attend the funeral of a top Hamas official killed in an apparent Israeli strike in Beirut. Not sure if Israel has actually claimed responsibility for that there. Not too sure. And an airstrike in central Baghdad kills Iran-backed militia leader. At regional as regional tensions escalate, and the U.S. warns the Houthis to cease attacks on Red Sea v- vessels or face potential military action. Well, I think they already are getting a wee bit of military action, aren't they? A 17-year-old killed in the si- a sixth killed a sixth grader and wounded five others at an Iowa school shooting. We had that uh, in the I think it was the. Um, the Otago Daily Times brought that news to us. Sierra Leone's former president charged with treason for alleged involvement in failed coup attempt. And Italian Premier Meloni says curbing migrant uh, arrivals from Africa is about investment, not charity. A major storm sweeping the US is expected to bring heavy rain, snow to the east coast this weekend. And grib videos offer clues to mysterious child deaths showing seizures sometimes play a role. wonder if that's got anything to do with the COVID-19 vaccines. They've got a video on it. Let's see if I, let's see if I can hear it. Such so it's just a wicked thing. Okay, we'll leave that one there. And uh, that's a very sad story. And uh, so we're over at um, Associated Press there having a look at the front page stories there and uh, so it looks like I've just about wrapped them all up there's a neo-nazi podcasters he sent to prison on terror charges for targeting Prince Harry and his young son a neo-nazi podcaster who called for the deaths of Prince Harry and his young son have been sentenced to prison with his co-host for encouraging terrorism and Glynis Johns that's the Mary Poppins star who first sang uh, what's that Mary Poppins one send in the clowns she died at 100 she looks lovely even in her old age she looks lovely there she is i've got a picture of there you can see her yourself over at associated press all right we move away from associated press we've had a look at um, abcnet.au and now we'll go to sky now we've done sky we'll have a look at jerusalem post and see what the top stories are there i'll just do a quick refresh the time is seven minutes to two we'll have uh, news from australia from Sky News at 2 o'clock, and I'll bring you the latest update with the short forecast for all New Zealand, and also I'll bring you the extended forecast. Israel-Hamas war, the IDF plans to post-war uh, war Gaza reveal. What does that mean? Gallant, he's the, one of the big chiefs there in the military. Hamas will not rule Gaza, and Israel will not rule Gaza. No, so I wonder what's going to happen. Three missing Israelis were taken hostage in Gaza. It brings a total to 136, so they've got more now still there. They took 240 at the start. Uh, Gazan clans, US allies, who will run post-war Gaza? IDF plans revealed, so you can see that story at the Jerusalem Post. You can find them online at jpost.com. Breaking news, three missing Israelis were taken hostage in Gaza, according to the IDF. Israeli Defence Force. And displaced Israelis must return home, Netanyahu tells Hochstein. And McDonald's here, the story's just come out, Middle East marks... 
uh, markets rather seeing impact from Israeli Hamas war. Not sure what it's about. It's a bit of a cryptic headline, so I can't give you too much. And Israelis here drilling. Okay, these are the most read. Israelis here drilling real shake amid West Bank terror tunnel fears. And two, the second top story is a Russian. They employ super weapon against the Ukraine for the first time. And top Iranian commanders killed in Damascus airport strike, a new report, and the Australian University severs ties with Harvard, Harvard, I should say, over anti-Semitism concerns. And the Israeli Defence Force combat soldier tank top found in Gaza after missing for 13 years. Good grief. And Shin Bet kill a top Islamic jihad operative in Gaza. And uh, what else have we got for top stories there? The IDF intelligence chief leaves out destroying Hamas as goal of war. I wonder why I did that. Top Israeli Defence Force officials want Gazan clans to run post-war strip, do they? Gazan clans. What's that? Family, I suppose, is it? Sort of, an, sort of a Scottish term, isn't it? Clan. Uh, Islamic State claims responsibility for the blast near Soleimani Grave. Soleimani Grave in Iran. And... Um, that looks to be around about it. Israeli research uses Earth's magnetic field to verify event in Bible's Book of Kings. Interesting. Interesting. So you can see all these stories for yourself at jpost.com. And at 2 o'clock we'll have news from Sky News. I'll just do a quick refresh on Sky News and see if they've got any anything new. Steve Miles grilled over holiday during Queensland storm and floods. And Queen's Queensland Premier Steve Miles has come under fire for taking a family holiday as the state continues to conduct clean-up operations across areas heavily impacted by the devastating floods and storms. David Warner's very happy and uh, happy that he's got his baggy green cap back. And cops probe suspicious ice cream shop fire. The police are investigating after a suspicious fire broke out at a Melbourne ice cream shop in the early hours of the morning this morning. And aged care resident allegedly sexually assaulted in New South Wales facility. The man was arrested on the street by police and charged after the 76-year-old woman was allegedly sexually assaulted in an aged care home in Coffs Harbour. I think that was on over Christmas anyway. And Mary, this is the Australian celebrity life. Mary was one of the first girls near the door. How the princess actually met Frederick. Princess Mary famously met her future husband at Sydney's pub, <laughs> a Sydney pub during the 2000 Olympics. But the woman who invited Mary to this to the slip in at the rocks has revealed there is more to the story. So you can read that story for yourself over at skynews.com.au. Don't forget that. And a fire erupts at a warehouse near an e-bike shop. I think we mentioned that earlier on, and uh, I think I've already read all this, haven't I? Yes, I have. So there we are. So that's all the news. Front page with the World at One, brought to you by me, Grant Edwards. And uh, now we will have a look at the latest news from Sky and see what they've got on the boil. We'll go to the Sky web page there, so you can find them on there on YouTube. And uh, yes, I've got the latest story that's just come out, so we'll have a listen to that, and then we will... Um, and that was Steve Hook there on just uh, just a moment ago. OK, let's look at New Zealand weather forecast. First of all, the extremes in Gisborne. It's cooled off a little bit on the east coast of the North Island. 26.5 degrees in Gisborne. The lowest temperature day recorded in Methven now, 10 degrees. Wanaka has 43 kilometres per hour of wind and Hokitika has it's absolutely persisting down there with 
4.6 millimetres of rain. That's quite a bit, actually. Temperatures right across the country. The main centres, of course, Stewart Island, 12 degrees. Invercargill, 13, along with Dunedin. Queenstown's on 14. France Joseph, 15. Westport, 19, along with Nelson. Timaru, 14. Chatham Island's out there basking in the heat. It's 20 degrees. Christchurch, a wee bit cooler there, 12 degrees. Blenheim's on 17. It's dropped off quite a lot with that front moving in from the Tasman Sea. Uh, 17 degrees for Blenheim. Uh, Wellington, at the bottom of the North Island of New Zealand, Wellington has 17 degrees. Uh, Palmerston, uh, Masterton, I should say, they've got 21, so it's a wee bit warmer there. Pal- Palmerston just one degree lower uh, with 20 degrees. New Plymouth's on 22. Napier, 23. Taupo and Rota are still battling it out for nine, uh, first, first place at 19 degrees. And uh, Gisborne's on 27, that's the hottest there at the moment, almost 27 degrees, 16.5. Taronga has 23 along with Hamilton, and Auckland's on 21. Whangarei, it's nice and warm there too with 23 degrees, and Kaitaia now has 22 degrees at 4 minutes past 2. Let's look at the short forecast. The short forecast for Northland, Auckland, Waikato, Coromandel, Bay of Plenty, Taupo and Gisborne also will include Hawke's Bay. Isolated showers becoming widespread and heavy during the afternoon evening. Thunderstorms and downpours possible, especially tomorrow. For Waitomo, Taramanui and Taihapi, fine and cloudy periods. A few showers, especially in the afternoon, with possible thunderstorms tomorrow. For Taranaki to Wellington and Wairarapa, also Nelson, Marlborough and Canterbury, mostly cloudy today with scattered rain or showers, becoming fine tomorrow afternoon or evening. For Buller and Westland, occasional rain with a few heavy falls, clearing from Westland today and turning to isolated showers and Buller tomorrow. For Otago, Southland and Fiordland, cloudy periods today and a few showers, to, to, yes, and a few showers as well, becoming mainly fine tomorrow, but a few showers about the south coast. You can expect that in the Chatham Islands, periods of rain possibly heavy. The extended forecast 